Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Friday, August the 25th, 2023. And because we only do the podcast Monday through Friday, we're going to have to step in here a little bit today because this coming Sunday uh, is a wonderful, amazing person that makes me a very proud mama to say that he is a pastor now. But this coming Sunday on August the 27th is our wonderful son's birthday. So we want to say today... Happy birthday, Donnie, from Empowering Life Ministries podcast. And mom and dad. And mom and dad. (laughs) And mom and dad, for sure. But thanks so much for tuning back in with us. We are um, still on our quest here of learning about uh, what does it mean to rest in God. We have found out that prayer is our vehicle to get to that place of rest and to stay in that place of rest. We talked about the prayer of faith, the prayer of agreement, uh, the prayer of request. And really, we I think there's a couple more things that we wanted to share about that, making our request known to the Lord. Yeah, we're going to begin today in Acts chapter 1, uh, verses 13 and 14. And I like to do it like this because after we do that, we're going to backtrack a little bit and look back over some things well, to see the why. Well, I was going to say to know the story gives yeah. you relevance to the scripture. But anyway, in Acts 1, 13 and 14, it says, And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew and Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zelotus, and Judas the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in one prayer and supplication with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Yes, and before we give some history as to how they got there, first of all, remember this. These are just um, everyday people just like us who have been called into this wonderful, amazing relationship with Jesus. But if you're not careful sometimes, you'll miss a couple of things here because he they said in here that they continued in one accord in prayer and supplication. So let me give you just a little bit of difference of what that means. If, if you really want to break it down, it would be this. They continued into being in agreement and total, and total focus in worship as they made their requests known to the Lord because prayer is a type of worship. So they were worshiping the Lord as they're making their request known unto the unto God. Yeah, and at this point, this is where they had entered into the upper room. All right, to have that prayer meeting that's about 120 people that's gathered together there. Now, to get the whole understanding of this story, you have to go back, and we mentioned this scripture the other day, back to Luke 24 and 49, where Jesus spoke to them about preaching repentance and and having faith in the Lord, you know, and trusting the Lord. And then he told them in verse 49, he said, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem till you be empowered or clothed with power from on high. All right, so that endowment that's going to come on them was going to happen in that upper room on the day of Pentecost. Now, when you get over to Acts chapter 1, where we just read 13 and 14, at the beginning of this chapter is where all this starts taking place and where this starts really coming in as far as to really understand what's happening. Because it's, it's you read the letter, Luke is the one writing this letter to, in the book of Acts. And as we read it, he tells the whole story how all this started going down. He showed himself alive to them after his passion, after his resurrection took place. 
And he did it with so many infallible proofs, and he was Saul of the people for over 40 days. And what he was doing with them during that time was speaking to them about the things of the kingdom of God. And then we see the tie-in that takes place with Luke where he said, Terry in Jerusalem, you may do with power from on high. In verse 4, he tells them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you've heard of me. So that was the thing that was talked about in Luke that they were waiting on. So all this starts manifesting uh, he's giving them instruction. They're not sure about really what's happening because they're thinking, are you going to, and they even ask him, are you going to set up your kingdom now? They're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, so it don't make sense to them, everything that's going on. And I'm telling you right now, it's in hot, on a hot pace, mm-hmm. you know, where everything's starting to happen very quickly where all this begins to manifest. And then after he spoke to them about they were going to be witnesses and they was going to receive power once they received the Holy Ghost and be a witness to him, he named out, you know, in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and the othermost part of the earth. And then while he had, when he finished speaking these things, then it says he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. All right? What now, a story. Yeah. Now, when that <laughs> happened, story. that's why I wanted to begin with 13 and 14, because when that happened, then they all went to Jerusalem and they entered that upper room at that time. And that's why the prayer and the supplication is being made at this time. I personally believe it was because they was trying to get clarity about everything that was taking place. Because now they see him go away. Mm-hmm. He's not physically with them anymore. Now he is with them by the Spirit. He's, you know, we know from the Word of God, he'll not only be with us, he'll be in us. In us. So yes. we see that starting to manifest and uh, you know, in, in Jerusalem, I mean, this was this was the high day of Pentecost, where everybody was making uh, their ascent back to Jerusalem to to celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. And we've been to Jerusalem, so we know and understand the crowds and the places, and on the. It's just amazing to be there in person to see all that. But I think about stories like this, putting myself in that picture at the time, and I would. I mean, it, it probably their minds were just oh, were just blown by everything that they were witnessing, everything that they were experiencing. But then being told, now I want you to grow up, to go get in a place of worship, get in one place of passion and purpose, and make your request known to the Lord. What request, Lord? We need wisdom, Lord. We need power. So they're making all these requests that go along with the plan and the purpose of God. And then he tells them, and be patient. <laughs> yeah. And, and be you know, patient. And you know, just in, wait. In this whole time, I believe this is part of the prayer too, because they're not just having a prayer meeting there. They're also doing business because once that that says they gathered in that room and they started uh, prayer and supplication. They were in one mind and one accord about, you know, their prayer was going on. Then they started making a decision of who was going to take Judas' place. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's obviously, there's yes. the core of the apostles there, but there's other people that serve, you know, in different capacities in that. So they're getting the wisdom of the Lord where they basically, it said, uh, basically got cast lots and the lot fell upon Matthias you know, for him to take that part of the apostleship. But you never really hear anything about him. No, you don't. And then all that, so all that takes place. And then when you get to Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come. So now think about this. He showed up in the first part of Acts. 
And he ministered to them for 40 days, being Mm -hmm. seen to them by many infallible proofs. Ten days later, on the day of Pentecost, the promise came. The promise came. You know, so that's 50 days, guys. So let me take you back a minute. From his passion, which was Passover, to Pentecost was 50 days. Mm-hmm. And so he spells it out in the scripture out there so you can see that. It's, He's it, showing them the it don't actually It don't actually say now this is 50 days. No. But we can do the math. We can do the math. <laughs> and it's a pattern. But, you know, I, I love these stories. And, and we do ask that you put yourself into these things and see that even with their passion being uh, in a place of worship. And the same thing for us. We have a plan and a purpose over our lives. So we're going to close out this week just getting you to do this. Put yourself in that worshipful place of prayer and make direct requests known to the Lord so that you can work with Him, not against Him. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Pray that you have a great weekend. Join back with us on Monday. We're going to have a great time in the Word. God bless.